Welcome to Snakes on a Plane, a podcast for ABCs by ABCs. Not to be confused by American-born Chinese, but Australian-born Chinese. Hi, I'm Patrick. And I'm Thomas. What's the um, episode topic today, Thomas? <laughs> so Patrick, the topic for today that we have is, do you classify yourself as, as Australian or Chinese? Or which identity do you associate with more? Oh, interesting topic. Hmm. I classify myself as Australian-born Chinese. <laughs> but if I had to pick one or the other, I would have to say I'm very more Chinese than Australian. But then if I have to compare myself to like other people, then I'd, I have to say I'm much more Australian than my Chinese friends as well. Interesting. So, yeah. Because I find that I have the very same dilemma where I'd go, I would be Australian-born Chinese. But then I feel like I'm more Chinese. Uh, I feel like I'm more Chinese than my Western friends, but then more Asian than, than uh, more <laughs> Australian than my Chinese friends. But then, like, yeah. we haven't actually compared with each other. So, like, like for me, I'd say no, I'm, we haven't compared. But I would each say other. that because, like, I'd say there's a couple of our friends, our mutual friends. We say they're definitely more Chinese than us. But I think in comparison, I think I'm slight. I would say I'm more Australian than you. <laughs> Uh, the reason yeah, I yeah, s- I'd probably say so. Yeah, so the reason I think I say that was like I think one you celebrate a lot more of the uh, Chinese festivals. Mm-hmm. I think you took a week off for the Chinese New Year. Well, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Did do the uh, your big on the moon festival, and I'm gonna see if there's like ignorance here. I think it's like the autumn festival. I think they might be different, or they might be the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Moon, yeah, Moon Festival, Mid-Autumn Festival, they're all the same thing. Yeah, and, and I've been to your place and it's a lot more feng shui than, than mine. <laughs> I don't think that makes me less Australian, though. That makes me more more Chinese. <laughs> you know, no, I, no, I say it makes you more Chinese. Like, if, I, if, you, if I'm looking at the percentages of it, I'd be like, you know, I'm trying teetering and having a thought about where my percentages of where, like, Am I more Asian oh, or am I more Australian? Okay, okay. So, so if you're if you're splitting it down the middle, like sorry, so if you having, so you say you had a hundred percent, and then you split it into like percentage. Yeah. Probably, I have more percentage in Chinese. Yes, but if you compare it, like if you just give it a spectrum from like how Chinese I am compared to you, and then a, another a new completely different spectrum of how Australian I am compared to you. Yeah, I think it's different. Oh, I mean, I think we're going to be different. Different story there. I, I feel like it's going to be different. I feel like it's going to be Does different. Does that make sense? I, you have to give me examples because I am confused with that premise. How am I more, I guess, Australian than you or more Chinese than you? Oh, I don't know. Well, like you said, I like I do celebrate a lot of the Chinese um, festivals and I I think I do speak better Chinese than you do. Yes. And I can probably read and write more Chinese than you do too. Yeah. Um. We probably share similar Chinese values, though. I don't think that's um too different from our discussions. Yeah. So I can't say we're more or less there. But so I guess in terms of cultural wise, I do have a bunch more Chinese culture, like tradition that I do day to day. I guess. Yeah. I think that makes me more Chinese that way. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but when when you do calculations and talk about real estate for your parents or friends and stuff, do you do you use like the ten thousands or or millions? How do you calculate money in your head? How do I calculate money in my head? Um, 
Did you know what I'm referring to? So like in Chinese, we have the ones, tens, hundreds, thousands, and then ten thousands. Yeah. Um, I probably would be calculating. I guess I'd be calculating the, you know, the, I guess in mental arithmetic, I wouldn't probably be using like the ten thousand. I, I know that like in, because I know in Japanese, they probably have very similar symbols for the, um, the simplified mm-hmm. Chinese. Mm-hmm. So there is definitely like, I, could, I know that's because there's a special symbol for a thousand, there's a special symbol for, so for me, I'd be like doing the calculations as just the numbers. I wouldn't be looking at it as like, oh, these are the 10,000. I wouldn't be doing like saying you know, five, 10,000. Yeah. But I, I understand, you know, when they, when they talk, like sometimes like, um, well, I might not be able to communicate, but I can understand, <laughs> I can't no. understand. And then I think yeah. because I do a lot of like, con- I look, I understand context clues and I kind of get the gist of what okay. people are talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, even despite like my mom watches uh, a lot of dramas and um, shows in Chinese and, or in Cantonese, sometimes yeah. in Mandarin, but you know you just kind of see the facial expressions of the characters. You kind of see what's happening in that particular scene, and you go, "Oh, this is the actual scene that's happening." And then I make an yeah. assumption. I say it out loud, and my my mom goes, "Yep, that's what's happening," or "No, it's this is yeah. what's actually happening instead." Yeah. Um, okay. So, so where I was going with that was that I, I calculate in ten thousands. So yeah. That's that's like ingrained in my head. I can't get rid of it. Yep. Yeah. Yes. By Chen one. So I use the one. Or that's definitely something I think that's very Asian of me. Very Chinese. Yeah. So especially when it comes to numbers. Mm-hmm. So when I'm dealing with like buying cars or real estate and stuff like that, like those numbers come to me in in Chinese yep. first, okay. and then I have to do the translation into English. Yep. Yep. Now I uh, look at it just more of the the English methodology, just kind of just based on numbers based off. <laughs> yep. Of what it, what, what it is. Um, I don't go into like the, the, mm-hmm. the thousands. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then when I go into millions and, and billions, I have to do the Western because <laughs> there's no way I can do the Chinese. Yeah, I, I, think, I think they've got like a, <laughs> they've got like a name for like even the, like the 10 million section as well. Like they start getting into like the... Um, but yeah, anyway. How about, how about like when you... How about your spending... <laughs> yeah, I uh, made a note about this. Uh, <laughs> so I, oh, really? I, I probably was like, <laughs> I am probably in that, um, you know, the uh, frugalness. Like, I do do some really big expenditures, but I also save quite a lot of money. And then I go, yep. well, this this thing perfect works perfectly fine, and you know, it could be like falling apart. But it's like, that is it's still I can still use this. What are you talking about? And I think that's very ingrained with my parents. It's like, you know, oh, you know, this thing still works. It's like, yeah, but it's falling apart. It's like. Uh, yeah, I can I can make it work. Yeah. Or just get like the the um home brand stuff. It's like it's like well, it's uh, just you know you're saving you're trying to save money as much as possible. Like like the the basic ingredients is going to be the same thing. Yes. But at the end of the day, it should be different unless it has some difference. Like personally, I I do like the A2 milk, but I think because mm-hmm. if I drink the regular milk, I do um it's that particular um, gene that can't process the A1. Oh, okay. So it so that's why I prefer the, you know, it's spent a little bit of money, but at least then it's like s- something that it's like, well, this is. The- oh, okay. Is is A is A2 the lactose free? No, uh, it's something to do with the particular protein of oh, the milk. Okay, from the, something from the cow. else. That's something completely different. So usually when uh, milk gets produced uh, from a cow, it does do both. But these cows have bred bred specifically. The process takes out the A1 part of the protein, um, oh, so that's, okay. that's a bit more easily digestible in the stomach for those who can't process it. Oh, maybe that's the same with me because I don't have—I'm not lactose intolerant, but um, 
Yeah, when I drink more than one glass of milk, I do have to go to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think it's just like so, your, it's the way your body processes it. Um, I think it's very common in Asians. Yeah. So it's the that's why I often go get the A2 milk for my coffee and uh, uh, okay. English breakfast things, things like that. So. Oh, okay. I've, I've been buying lactose free, and yeah, that's I, been yeah, that, yeah, it's been that, working for me. So yeah, yeah, that also that also helps as well. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess that's very Asian of us. <laughs> yep. yep. To have that gene that uh, can't process that protein. <laughs> do, yep. Uh like I don't drink a lot of alcohol, but do you also get do you get the uh, Asian The Asian drug? flush? The Asian flush, that's right. The, the Asian flush. No, I don't. Okay. I do so I can so I can consume a lot of alcohol with no trouble. <laughs> oh, okay. I get the No uh, one knows I'm drinking. Okay. <laughs> I get the Asian flush pretty much immediately. Well, maybe not immediately, but I get it it's like after one drink i'll be like yep the day flush oh wow so uh i, I never it... knew that was a thing until like um when we were into uni and then we started drinking i was like oh what what's this thing yeah people get red yep i had no idea yeah because because it didn't happen in our, in our family because oh, right, um okay. i guess my uncles and yeah so some of my uncles and aunts they don't drink yep. and then some do and then they don't get the asian flush so yeah. i didn't know anything about it until yeah until we entered uni Yep, yep. Yeah, so I, I get the I get the Asian flush, and I was like, yeah, that's why. Well, that's one reason I don't drink, but also because I did a project back in uh, uh, primary school, and I'm like, that's kind of mm-hmm. kind of kind of scarred me for life with like you know dr- uh, drugs and alcohol. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that that was yeah that was in our primary school too. Drugs and alcohol. It was like yeah, really bad for you. So <laughs> <laughs> we did many assignments on it. Yep. Many many assignments. Yep. But it didn't scar me. I was like, alcohol to me is different. I, I think, like you know, I know it's a, I know it's classified as a drug, but yeah. to me it's a little bit different. <laughs> well, I think it's like you know, it's the kind of like the, um, you know, like, like a lot of that stuff. It's like as long as you don't abuse it, it's usually okay with some of that. Yeah, because like you know, you could yep. tec- you could technically say caffeine is a drug <laughs> if you were to really go into it. Um, That's right. That's right. Or like anime is a drug too. And manga, yep, <laughs> or video games, yeah, that's right. So as long as you do, take it in moderation. It seems to, it seems to be all right. That's right. That's right. I know we're laughing it off, but yeah, this it can be a serious problem. So, yeah, we we do acknowledge that it it can be a problem. So do do seek out um, professional advi- um, advice if you need to. Yeah. So for us, it's I think we've been able to manage it okay. So you know, you mentioned teas before as well. Um, I guess what do you like? You had a selection of teas. Which what type of tea do you like? Do you go for like? Oh, a, okay. Do you go for like a more westernized tea, or like you know, whatever you're if you're in the particular mood, you might prefer like a westernized tea, or do you just like go all in for? So, um, because I grew up with uh, Chinese parents, we never had like the Western tea in our house, and okay. I only knew of the Chinese tea growing up. So when I when I went to uni for the first time and started drinking like tea and then I learned that there was like the western tea was different I was like what what is this <laughs> so when I was talking to one of my english friends he he grew up with the western tea and his teapot will have like a teapot what do you call it teapot jumper type thing I can't remember what the term tea is cozy. called tea cozy i think it's called tea cozy that's it and then cuz we took him to yamcha and then he said, like, why doesn't a teapot have the tea, tea cozy? <laughs> it was, like, naked for him. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? What are you talking about? 
And then I was like, oh, your teapot has jumpers? <laughs> I was like, what the hell? That's amazing. And then, I, and then we kept talking. And then we, I found out that they put milk in their tea. And I was like, what the hell? That's sacrilegious. <laughs> <laughs> there was, there'll be no way you put tea in the Asian, Asian tea. Sorry. No. There'll be no way you put milk into Asian tea. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, my mind is blown. Yep. And then, and yeah, so I've been drinking yeah, Asian tea most of my life until, until our uni age. Then I tried the Western tea for the first time. So mm. I don't like Earl Grey. I don't like chamomile. But I don't mind the Australian breakfast and English breakfast. Yeah. But I have to ha- those have to have milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's yeah. my take on tea. Yeah, okay. Okay. Hmm. I think for me, I do prefer the Asian teas, particularly if I'm eating something a bit more oily. Um, I think it just has that kind of like way to just kind of degrease you sometimes, particularly when you're eating yum, yum cha food. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I think just synonymous it's like you, you know, yum cha literally means drink tea <laughs> that's right I think in certain circumstances I would prefer the uh, Asian teas but I do like drinking the English teas when I'm mo- most of the time when I'm eating something like a dessert so if it's like a cheesecake or cake of some kind it, it's nice to have like kind mm-hmm. of like a, a milder taste so the English breakfast is usually my go-to for when I'm eating a dessert um, yep I don't mind the other ones. Like, I do like a peppermint tea now and again. <laughs> that's a no for me. That's a no. Uh, yeah, you, I'm shaking you, my head vigorously. You, you, that's because you don't like mint chocolate. <laughs> you're, a, you're a monster. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, mint, no mint for anything. <laughs> Except, um, I think, Thai food. That's the only exception. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the only time when, when mint is ev- yep. acceptable. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, so... You know, I do like a good oolong tea. Mm-hmm. I think out of the eight different uh, Chinese tea, oolong probably my favorite. Um, yep. My mum used to make this tea uh, when I, we were quite younger. Um, I think it's called uh, roasted tea. And that was quite good because she put honey in it, so it was qu- quite a sweet tea. But she'd also make a lot of herbal soups. And uh, usually I'm not mm. a huge fan of those ones because it's like a very sour. Oh, uh, okay. Or like it's got uh, bits and pieces in it, so I'm just like can't just like drink it. Um, <laughs> okay. So you know it's kind of like you know, no. It, 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 it's kind I of guess you're more thing. Australian when it comes to that. Yeah, it does because because when you said herbal stuff, I love that kind of stuff. I live for it. Yeah. If Mum makes herbal tea and stuff, I I would definitely drink it. I, I'm one of those kids that love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I don't mind like the regular like Asian tea. So yeah, again, she made the roasted tea really nice and um she did make this um there was a soup that she actually made was quite nice it was a it was like a seaweed soup um and she would, she would say it's chinese coke um that, <laughs> because it was like a very sweet it was a very sweet drink um it was a healthier version of, like coca-cola um, yeah but i think it took takes a while for her to make um and it, she stopped making it's a bit of a shame but i i, I did actually um yeah i'm just trying oh, to, okay i'm just trying to remember the other types of tea she made uh, she made like a actually goes pacha which is a five flower tea um, that was also quite too. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love all the herbal teas and then I love all the floral teas. And yeah, there's there's all the oolong teas, all the green teas. I think I think depending on what 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 you're eating, you pair it up with the tea. Yeah. That's so right. like you said, like like you said at Yamcha, there's all these different t- uh, dishes. So there's like the deep fried stuff, you pair it with the stronger one. Yeah. Like such as pua, pua tea. That's a, like a darker like it's called a black tea because it's like 
really, really dark. That yep. one's good to pair up with this deep fried stuff. Yep. And then you got the more gentler ones that are like the oolong and the, the green tea. So you pair it, pair it up with the steamed dumplings and stuff. They're quite neutral in flavor. And then you have all the floral tea, which is generally paired up with the desserts. Mm. Yeah, it's always good to have flour and then dessert because they really match well. Yeah. It's like the Western culture where they match like white wine with like white meat and red wine with red meat. Yeah. So similar lines of that. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I know quite a bit about the Chinese tea. Okay, it's... Sounds like we got to make an episode about these teas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know if I can talk a whole episode about it, but we could definitely talk a whole episode about yum cha. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wink, they, wink. Yeah. They got, they, they got like a really good, um, what is it? Um, like the English translations names with like the teas as well. Like there's like some, like the I, I think it was like one of the teas that we get at yum cha. It's like the iron general or something or iron something. Um, oh, iron goddess. Oh, iron goddess. That's it. Yeah. So it's like they got, this, goddess, they got yeah. like this really cool English translation names. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like Silver Needle, Dragon Well. Yeah, some pretty good stuff. Yeah, still going into the realm of like drinks. What about uh, foods? Like, what's your food preference? Do you prefer like Chinese food or do you prefer like the more westernized food? Um, or fusion? I think. <laughs> well, that's that's a cheat. That's a cheat, isn't it? Yeah, that's a cheat. <laughs> that is a cheat. Because <laughs> it's a bit the best of both worlds. <laughs> well, give me the both. Oh, but, but I, I guess fusion cheat. Like fusion to me as well is like kind of like Hong Kong food. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's kind yeah. of like fusion that that way as well. So that's I think that's kind of Chinese maybe. I don't know. What do you classify Hong Kong food as? Uh, um, <laughs> I think it's a fusion, right? I'd, I'd say yeah. I'd say it's quite yeah. it's, it's quite fusion esque, and I'd say that yeah. I mean, typical yeah, the yum cha stuff as well. Like, but then you just change the um... no Hong Hong Kong Hong Kong like cha chan tang food is different i think it's um so what i'm referring to is like you know how in the west you have like spaghetti or like macaroni it's generally like like a tomato sauce base or yeah like a white sauce but in hong kong they usually they use it as like a noodle alternative so they mix it up with like um wonton yeah, yeah. and then like corn and stuff yeah so it's like a clear broth yeah yeah but they use spaghetti and macaroni yeah okay have you had okay have you had that I haven't had that specific. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe I should take you to a Hong Kong restaurant. Maybe. Because, <laughs> yeah, because they have like, um, they have like curry on top of their rice and then they put cheese on top. Yeah. And they bake that. And that's okay. like a, yeah, that's, that's another Hong Kong dish. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of fusion in Hong Kong. I know. Um, I, okay. I know my brother went to a McDonald's and he had like a, what is it? A sausage egg McMuffin, but as a, like a soup, but it's like macaroni. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, there's a macaroni soup. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or, you, or you can get, instead of fries, you get like a whole cup of corn. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I guess when, you, yeah, that's like, that's the best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if I had to decide, if I had to pick, I'd probably pick um, Chinese okay. cuisine, like Asian, Asian cuisine over West, because I think there's a lot more to choose from, a lot more variety. If I solely pick okay. uh, like Asian, it's like, what is there? Fish and chips? Bangers and mash. Are you into steaks? I like I like a good steak. Uh, not really. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay, maybe that's why. <laughs> I, I can do like a, I can do a steak here and there, but yeah, it's not my go-to. Okay, what about uh, um, bags, sausage sizzle, hot dogs? Yeah, they're they're good once in a while. 
Like okay. especially when you go to Bunnings or when you go to uni, they have those two dollar fifty uh, sausage sizzles. Yep, I'd always get one of those. Okay. Yeah, how about you? I would prefer more of the Western. Oh, I guess. Um, how do you classify like you know the uh, <laughs> like the um, sweet and sour or like honey chicken or would you count that? Okay. How would you how would you how would you classify those? <laughs> I, I'd classify those as Western food. <laughs> they're West. They're called Westernized Chinese food. Yeah. Um, I think if okay, if even if I wasn't counting that, I'd probably go towards the. No, you um, have to count that. That's West. That's Western food. I don't know, like, but barring that, I probably still lean towards more of the Western foods. Like I do like my. I do like my steaks. I do like my palmies. But then I think, you know, because Western encapsulate a lot of different countries as well. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, you could classify Europe, European food and um, <laughs> and things like that. But if I say like Asian <laughs> foods, but it encapsulates all other Asian yeah, that, countries. Yeah, that would encapsulate all the Korean and Japanese so, and, so, and, so, and so, Vietnamese. So, yeah, so. <laughs> so, but if we say Chinese food specifically, then I'll be like... Yeah, Chinese, Chinese versus Australian. Yeah. <laughs> If it's Australia versus Chinese, well, that's different. That's that's more difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chinese versus Australian. That's what we we're comparing, right? <laughs> like, I haven't had like the delicacies of Australian food. There's not it, much to offer, but there's not too much to offer. <laughs> meat pie. <laughs> yeah, meat pie, sausage roll, sausage roll. Like you said, chicken parmy. Unless unless you talk about modern Australian, then that's pretty good. Modern Australian. But then if you go into that kind of level, then there's modern Chinese as well, which yeah. is just as good. Yeah. So I, I mean if you're just comparing the two, like if you went like Western versus Asian, then I'd have to pick Asian. <laughs> yeah. But if it's like Chinese versus Australian, that's a lot more difficult. Um <laughs> no, that's really difficult. Yeah, I'd I'd probably then lean towards the Chinese food then. Yeah. Just because it's like if we're just going based off Australian, mm-hmm. then yeah, I'd probably just get the Chinese. Yeah. Because I eat Chinese food like day to day, every day. Yep. But then I also eat a sandwich every day too, so. <laughs> yeah. A balanced diet. <laughs> yep, that's right. Balanced diet of a Chinese-Australian diet. <laughs> <laughs> how, how about when you were growing up? What kind of media did you consume? Like Chinese or English? Growing up, I, I watched a lot more English. Um, I think even like, I think in one of those uh, episodes we did talk about like um, Monkey Magic. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we watched the English dub of it. So we had like, you know, the, where the mouth was speaking, but then like the dub would just be like them talking over the top of the, um, and it just looked completely out of sync. Yeah. But usually we'd watch a lot of English. Uh, I know my, because um, my, my our grandma lived with us um, and she could only uh-huh. understand Chinese uh, or Cantonese. Yep. So she ended up watching yep. a lot of TV, but then she would also watch mm-hmm. a lot of the, the uh, those game shows like Sale of the Century, Catchphrase, Deal or No Deal. Oh, those were so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, wow. I totally forgot about them. Those were the best. Yeah. yeah. So, for, so her, it would be like the, like the vice versa of me. So I guess context clues. She's like, you know, watching the show and going, oh, I understand the game. or I understand how it all works and figures it, mm-hmm. figures it out. Uh, like she would mm-hmm. watch like Wheel of Fortune and things like that. And yeah, she would, she would just normally like either watch like just regular um like chinese shows during the day but then during the afternoon she would watch those like those game shows because they were in the afternoon yeah and then my other grandma as well when we went to her place she would also be watching a lot of chinese videos and opera um, so mm-hmm. i knew i so i knew all about those but i just didn't understand or watch them so i watched a lot more english stuff so i'm watching a lot more cartoons and series 
So I think I was like mm-hmm. into Friends when it was on air, same as Seinfeld. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, were you Team Seinfeld or Team Friends? I was Team Friends at the. Oh, okay. Originally. I was Team Seinfeld. But I was probably for Team Simpsons and anything else if it was on. Oh yeah, Team Simpsons all the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But it was like, yeah, between those two, I think I was friends. And then, like, as I got older, you know, people were saying, like, oh, Seinfeld's great, Seinfeld's great. And then, so... Anyway, that's off topic. That is off topic. <laughs> but, you know, we would quote things, like, non-stop all the time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How about yourself? Uh, I have to say, it's uh, kind of quite reverse for me. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, Monkey Magic, I saw it in the Chinese version. I, I'm pretty sure we mentioned it in a different episode before, but I saw that in mandarin and cantonese first and then when you when you said that was in english i was like what the hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's it's just, um but growing up in australia we didn't really have access to a lot of chinese media so i guess it's whatever was on tv was english so i'd watch a lot of english tv that way but then do you remember those um video stores yes those Asian video stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mum would often go to those yep. and then hire out some Chinese drama. Yep. And that was the only way we could consume Chinese drama. Yeah. Very similar to my mum and my grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd consume Chinese drama that way. Yeah. So it was sporadic in terms of like when I got it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So when we were much younger, that's I didn't get much Chinese stuff other than yeah, once once in a while when mum would go and hire those. But in terms of like music, I probably mentioned in an earlier episode. Um, yeah, music was generally Chinese music because that could yeah. be like playing in the background more often. Yep. Yeah. And then as we grew up older, um, we eventually, about high school age, we eventually we got the Chinese satellite, a yeah. huge satellite dish yep. that we put on the on top of our roof. Yep. Some people put it in their backyard. Yeah. <laughs> And then they use it as a cricket wicket, like a wicket. Yeah, yeah. Or when they play backyard cricket and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it gets damaged or you get <laughs> you get a lot of dents in, and stuff in their satellite dishes. But yeah, ours was on the top of our roof. So yeah. it was out of the way. Yeah. But yeah, that's when I started consuming a lot of Chinese drama. Yep, yep. And I think that's where I refined my Chinese speaking skills because I was consuming a lot then. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. You know when you mentioned um, the uh, the uh, the Chinese, uh, the, no, sorry, not Chinese stores. Like there's the, yeah, yeah, the, the, Asian, the Asian video stores. I remember my mom yep. borrowed out Titanic. It was in Chinese, but had English subtitles. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up watching Titanic wow. in, in Chinese <laughs> with English subtitles. <laughs> wow, that's such a bizarre turn of events. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of well, I can't imagine it, but it's that's so hard to watch. Yeah, it was because <laughs> I think I was like, it came out when I was quite young. The the, um, the subtitles as well weren't the greatest either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably put it through like some some weird translator. <laughs> yep, way before Google Translator. Yep. Yeah, that that happened to me when I watched um Harry Potter for the first time in Chinese. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I don't remember how I got the copy, but it might be in pirated copy or something I saw. And I was like, yeah, the second movie. And then Harry Potter was speaking Chinese. Yep. <laughs> it was so strange. <laughs> it was so, so strange. Harley Potter. <laughs> Did you watch any like Chinese films? Um, 
Not really. I think the only Chinese film that I can that I would say that I've watched um, mm-hmm. at the time when I was school was Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. Oh wow! So you never watched like any of the Jackie Chan stuff? Or oh, oh, oh sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, Jackie Chan definitely watched Jackie Chan stuff. <laughs> um, but no, like any of his like more Chinese ones. I Not think, so much like Rush Hour and um, Shanghai Nights. Shanghai Noon. I think I did watch a, a bit of them. Not a whole lot. Yeah. Like I think again, I think because back then the martial arts films were so violent. Yeah. <laughs> um Oh okay. You weren't allowed to watch violent stuff. Yeah, so we we were I didn't get to watch it too many too much of that. Um I think there's okay. like a there's like the Bruce Lee and Jet Li stuff as well. Um I Yes, think, yes. I think my siblings got to watch it because they were much older, but I I couldn't because I was still the young. Oh, the intrepid. Oh, so you actually had a curfew type thing going yeah. on. Yeah. No, my my parents didn't care less. They couldn't <laughs> care less. They they let us watch everything. Well, special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. They um. Yeah, they didn't really care too much because I think we were quite well behaved. Didn't get really influenced by that by consuming that kind of media. But yeah, so I watched all, like like you said, Jackie Chan, Jet Li, Bruce Lee. I grew up with all that. Yeah. Because I had an uncle that was really into it, and yeah. like all the cop the cop shows and stuff. So um, when my uncle would finish with that, he'll he'll leave it with mum, and then mum would watch that. So that's how I consumed a lot of that. Yeah. So at one stage, I. Kind of knew some Cantonese, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's been a long time, so I can't say I can understand it anymore. Yep. Okay, so um, are you part of? I guess throughout school and uni, did you join any like Asian social clubs or societies? Um, I I joined a couple of Japanese clubs, but if you're saying Chinese specifically, I didn't join many of those ones. Like I I did join mm-hmm. when I went to UQ. I went to uh, UQ Wasabi, and I think I did. Yep go attend I think they called it the uh, BAS Brisbane Anime Society for a bit um, and I think there's another oh, one okay. in UQ that I also joined um, I think I stopped going I know there was one that um, uh, I think there was like a Chinese specific one if I remember correctly um, yeah there was yeah um, oh, okay but uh, no I actually didn't do that too much um, I think because that was probably when I was like more into playing video games. So I was like, I want to get out of here as soon as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really join too many clubs. However, in high okay. school, I was, um, I went to you know, one of the private schools and um, I was more, I felt like I was the token Asian kid. Okay. So like you know, for every like 30 um, Caucasian kids, it was like one Asian, one Asian kid. Uh, yep. we, we did kind of gravitate towards each other and then we did do the thing where we did play like cards like whenever we had like a um, sports day and it wasn't our turn we would just be playing cards like one of us would play, get okay. a deck of cards <laughs> and we'd play, we'd play. Yep. Um, so we did that we did that a lot um, mm-hmm. and um, yeah uh, I guess like um, in terms of like adult or adult hobbies I did learn how to play Mahjong like my parents like my parents, oh my, not my parents, my mom, my gra- my two grandmothers, and my auntie all played mahjong every Saturday. Um, yeah. So, um, but I couldn't. I like I learned. I didn't know the rules when I wanted to learn. But every time uh-huh. um, I hovered around the table, my grandmothers yeah. would yell at me because they thought I was cheating from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, I see. So they're like really, really into it, and every time I like I hovered. She, hey. Go away! Go away! Stop cheating! Stop cheating! You know, stop cheating! 
but I just like you know, I wouldn't say anything. I just like circle around. But because my um, both my yeah. grandmas don't speak English, they thought I could like you know, if I said something in English, they'd be like, oh, you're they accuse my mum of yeah. cheating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. No, I never had I never had any family play mahjong. Not until I went to Hong Kong to see my family over there. Then I was like, whoa, this is so cool. They yeah. like play every Friday, yeah. Saturday night, and there's money involved, and yeah. they play pretty, pretty hard at hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've seen, I've seen that happen, and it's like super noisy, super loud. Yeah. And they're in the zone. Yeah. You can't talk to them at all. <laughs> pretty much. Like if you're, if it's, um, if it's like money, if definitely if money's involved as well, like, you know, it's like yep. the deep concentration. Like I think my, my, um, like I think our family also kind of like played a bit for money. Not a whole lot, but still. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I, I kind of don't want to play for money because I feel like that changes like how people play. Like, it, it does definitely make um, make changes and it's like, um, but then it's like the mentality of do you risk it all or do you kind of like leave or do you just kind of like fold? Yeah. Um, which I think it's not fun because I feel, I, I like having like these ridiculous hands and go, ah, this is the hell I'm Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yep, you go for points. Yeah. Yeah, so you go for the you go for the the highest point value rather than yeah. Oh, I'll just win because like it'll stop someone else from doing a major win. I'm taking taking my money. Yeah. Yeah. Or or just fold. Oh, okay. So. Yep. Interesting. I see. Yeah. How about yourself? Yeah. What what kind of clubs did you? Um. So I guess throughout high school and uni, I didn't really do much Chinese like societies or clubs. Um. But I I did. Yeah, I, I wasn't really involved in, in any other Chinese societies. But when I got out of uni, I joined like a a photography club mm-hmm. and they were predominantly Chinese speaking. Yeah. So I got to practice my Chinese there. Yeah. I thought that was quite fun because <laughs> I'd, I'd be like the only, well, a few of the only English speaking people there and then everyone else was speaking Chinese. Mm-hmm. So it kind of forced me to get out of my comfort zone and then speak to them in Chinese. Yeah. So I think that would benefit me um in that regard so that was that was quite fun i did that for a few years yeah and on the side i picked up like photography as well so that was like i guess two birds in one stone oh yeah so for today's episode um i prepared a mystery topic are there any other identities that you associate with that's not chinese australian okay uh, I would say, oh, I think. The, the, <laughs> Can the, I give you one? The easy one for me. The easy one for me. I know, I, I know, I know, I know. One that Thomas belongs to is he's a brony. <laughs> uh, wouldn't that say I'm a brony? Do you want to explain I yourself? Like, <laughs> I would say I'm a brony. Um, I would say that like uh, I have a tendency to lean towards more of like anthropomorphic animals. That's more of a furry than a brony. <laughs> <laughs> I see. So you're a furry. <laughs> Look, just because the board games I like all have woodland critters involved, um, and one of my favorite books you also had anthropomorphic animals, does not necessarily mean I'm a furry. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think that's um, well. If we go by cultural wise, I think I I lean towards more of like the Japanese pop culture stuff. So you know, where you call yeah. me a weave or a taku. Um, yeah, I, I think that's you know where my interests lie because back then I watched a lot of anime. Like in, a, in high school, I watched a lot of anime. I did Japanese in high school. Um, I think eventually I learned Japanese outside of high school, and I think I've always wanted to pick it up as like a second language. 
Um, I think because a lot of the I'm very much more interested in like the mythology spirits. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, learning about like the different religions, like the it's Shinto- Shintoism. I really enjoyed that. Like you know, yep. different the different ghosts and the different um, demons. Kami's. Um, the Kami, yeah. yeah. So I think that Yorkai's, yeah. yeah. That 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 was really really got me interested in like the spiritual side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I learned a lot about pop culture, it helps with like you know, under, it helps with understanding a lot with other cultures in this area. I guess how you would um, be able to quickly identify people from different um, cultures or like how they you know preserve uh, present themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to determine um and i guess like a lot of their celebration like I, I feel like a lot of the times is that they do um a lot of seasonal festival um and each even though they might be like um in, they might have the same holidays but everyone everywhere kind of celebrates it different well i think i guess in australia like yeah christmas is christmas australia day is australia there's no one that doing like a specific oh spring festival this type of festival um yep it, it it's very just limited to like, hey, these are the things that happen within our lifetime. I guess like you know the king's birthday, slash queen's birthday. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, you know that's something that's been carried over for what over many of time because we need the part of the monarchy. Actually, yep. we, are, we are still part of the monarchy. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we haven't voted yes yet. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that's um, okay. That's, that's probably where I would. Say. How about yourself? Okay, so I have to. Say that I was an otaku as well. I was definitely in deep deep in the Japanese culture. I was consuming a lot of manga, video games, anime, Japanese music. Yeah, I was deep deep into that. But then I also fell out of it. So yeah, but I I definitely like have a lot of otaku stuff in my house in my apartment. <laughs> mm-hmm. You've seen you've you come over. You've seen all my figurines and stuff. So yeah, yep. it's still around. I guess another. One I fall into is the AFOL. I can't remember what it stands for. I think it's like adults. I think I remember what it stands for. Well, anyway, it's it's like adults that um play with Lego. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't remember what it stands for. AFOL. But yeah, it, I'm one of those. I have a lot of Lego in my place, and I like to build them and and admire them and just I don't know. I think it's quite relaxing. Good to get your mind off things and just have a something to do. And then um, at the end of the, the session or the, I don't know, what do you call it? At the end of the, yeah, the session, you get you get a masterpiece at the end. And it's like a big accomplishment as well. Yep. So it's like, yeah, it's super satisfying and super, super relaxing. Gets your mind off things. Yeah, I can see that. Good for your anxiety. <laughs> I can see that. Because I've done a couple of Lego sculptures as well. And I've done the, um, well, I've also done like, you know, puzzles and things like that. <laughs> I've done a few jigsaw puzzles, but I think um, they take a little bit more time, and I'm quite time poor, so... Yeah, that's fair. I, pref- I prefer Lego, because it's like, I can finish it, because there's steps, and there's instructions that I can follow. Yep. Um, and then another group that I think I belong to now is, I wish, that I wish I was, is a theatre kid, because I'm big into musicals. Yep. I was deep-dived into, like, all the musical stuff. Like especially Broadway, I even made a trip all the way to Broadway to watch a few shows, and I met some of the cast members, which was awesome. Really? Yeah. And then 
yeah, and then I've been watching a few in Australia. I've traveled interstate to watch a few there too. And I follow some of their journeys, like the, some of their artist journeys and some of their shows. And yeah, I quite, I wish I could sing like them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sadly, I cannot sing. I am tone deaf, but I do have a little bit of like a, what's it called? No, perfect pitch, but it's uh, relative pitch. No clue what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you. I thought you played some music, musical instruments. I did play a musical instrument. So, do you know what perfect pitch is? I know what perfect pitch is. So, I don't have perfect pitch because I can't like tell you what note you're playing. But if you play like a, a note and then a second note, I can tell you if it's higher or lower. Right. Okay. It's it's what you call a relative pitch. Right. So if you play like a if you play like a tune, I can play the same tune back to you, but it may not be in the same pitch. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. So that's where that's that's my. That's where I'm at at my musical level. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, so those, those are the identities that I associate with. I mean, there, there is an identity, but I don't know if it's, cl- if it's classified as an identity. <laughs> what? Yeah. What do you mean? For, 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 no, for me, for me, for me, for me. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, is it like, I, I guess it's like, you know, part of like, I guess, video games and I guess Dungeons, because I've been playing a lot of more Dungeons and Dragons, there's a, there's a group of people called uh, Min Maxes. There's pretty much people okay. just like who optimize the game so that you can do all these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably what you say is a min maxer who just like you know would be identifying, trying to find the best strategies or find the best methodology to do what I need to do at a better level. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether or not that counts as an identity, who knows? But it does eat up a lot <laughs> of my time because I'm doing a lot of research about like, ooh, this build will succeed and do all these awesome things. Yeah, I think I think the identity you're thinking of is called gamer. <laughs> there is that that is an identity. Yes, uh, you're a gamer. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I am a gamer. But uh, there's other. There's, I mean, a subset of it could be the min maxer. Oh, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know what the subsets are called, but yeah, well, you're definitely not a gamer girl. <laughs> I'm not a gamer girl. No. <laughs> As we come to the end of another exciting episode of Makes on a Plane, we want to express our heartfelt gratitude to all our listeners for joining us in this incredible adventure. Thank you for being part of the Snakes on a Plane fandom. 